When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Megan, Rudo, AJ, AJ, Jesse. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Don't need Perfect. Excellent. Uh, Jesse, the third member of the podcast today. You, you just hold it there. Just hold it. You can't. You, you got to flip it upside down for when we talk about Miko, at least, though. Uh, nope, I'm insulted. Avs dominate the San Jose Sharks. I guess it was a close game for the first period, but was it really? I mean, the Avs did what they had to do. They beat them 6-2 tonight. Uh, down vote over here said he <laughs> volunteered for the 60-second run. Oh, fuck. I so. forgot about that. <laughs> down vote. Hold on. He's got to pull up the. I got to make. Yeah, you got to pull had, up. Yeah, the, I got to make sure I'm doing it in when correct eight order. Goals, right. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, go. Slow start, honestly. Disappointing start for me. Uh, I was expecting the Avs to come out with a little bit more jump. Game was way too back and forth for the first twenty. Uh, in the later stages, Eric Carlson gets a goal because he's the only player for the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> uh, Miko Rantanen, just a few minutes later, does get his 50th goal on a nice rebound uh, off a Nathan McKinnon shot. Then really just the floodgates <laughs> opened in the second period, both for Miko Rantanen and the Avs. Uh, he would score the next one that Nathan McKinnon adds on top of that. Miko Rantanen completes a hat trick, putting him at 52 goals on the season. Great backdoor play. A nice finish on a Nathan McKinnon feed. Uh, and then it was Ben Myers getting in on it, uh, answering a goal, a power play goal for the San Jose Sharks of a beautiful Eric Carlson feed. Uh, ben Myers then gets two in a row, and when that's happening, you know it's party time in the Bay Area. 6-2. Three seconds to spare. Sometimes it's that easy. That's for me. There you go. The upload This is, is how back. I feel about the rest of the show right now. <laughs> For being missing. There you go. Megan with the upload <laughs> at very least. Give us a little bit of credit. Um, uh, Let's start chronologically. We're going to spiral out of control as the show goes on. So let's let's at least start there. Really low event first period. Really. And, and look, Colorado got where they were going in this game. They did what they needed to do. Did you want more killer instinct in the first period? You know, Yes, especially leading up to Miko Rantanen goal. Sure. Because after that, I do think things changed for the Avs. I, I do think of the three periods, it was not, it was their worst. But I, I agree. after the Miko Rantanen goal, a lot of life was injected back into them, and I was really happy with the rest and how it played out. So hard to really criticize them because <laughs> it's maybe 15 minutes of this game that aren't their best. And, you know, it's 15 minutes that aren't their best and aren't, a disaster, right? No, and really, you're right. It wasn't disastrous either. It just didn't feel great when you're talking about, you know, the expectation is the Avs should dominate this team. The game finished 6-2. to two, And that first period, certainly the first half of it, just felt like the Avs were going through the motions a little bit. Yeah. 
it felt like they as a team collectively needed Miko to get 50 yeah. <laughs> so that they could start playing. I'm not saying they were like forcing it in those first 15 minutes and that was what it was, but like it really did. Like Megan said, they scored that. Miko got that goal and it really just felt like, Okay. Now let's just yeah, play, let's go and play and hockey. win this fucking game. Yeah. Certainly Sorry, felt I'm that way a lot. for Miko. Yeah, you are. I don't know why. You're about it tonight. Because you called me AJ. That, okay. I mean, excuses, excuses. Even Megan giving that one the down vote. There you go. <laughs> uh, this first goal against. I don't want to be super negative tonight. The F's dominated. They won the game. It was easy. I'm, I'm not going to get too much into it. The one takeaway that I have that's negative from this game. Can you keep Dennis Mulligan in your top six? Not just the goal where it felt like he was a little bit lazy reaching for a rebound puck that he ends up getting beat to. Just don't think he had a great night overall. Do the abs have the horses right now with the injuries to fiddle with that top six? Or is it just Dennis Mulligan there right now? You're getting Lekkinen back. That's, that's what it is. For the playoffs, I get it. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and really, I mean, you're what, 10 days removed from him, like, having a really good week, and then he's on a downtrend. I think, I think he's somewhere in the middle as, like, who he actually is. Uh, but, but, I mean, I think he's, he'll, he'll be, come playoff time, he's a fourth-line guy if you get a couple injuries deep or something like that. Uh, I think he's being overextended right now because of the injuries. Uh <sighs> Not a good night for him. I'm probably inclined to bump him down. Put someone else. Alex Newhook, he hasn't yep. finished shit, but he has had look after look after look for two weeks now. If you're looking to mix that up at all, that's what I'd do. I'd swap those. So I know they're not, they don't play the same position. You have center issues and stuff like that, but. Yeah. <sighs> I just don't think it's that big of a deal right now because you know. You you you're, you know you're getting at least one guy back I, who slots in there. So I just think it's like eh, yeah. See if you can get a little bit more magic out of Mulligan and and then if not, cut your losses in right, the playoffs. Right, 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 right. Who gives a shoot? Um, it's it's interesting because when Mulligan is on, one hundred percent is is fully capable of playing that role. There's no doubt about that. Just don't know that I believe in the consistency there. For yeah. him to, to well, continue doing that. That's why he is who he is. That's why he got traded for Dryden Hunt, with all due respect to Dryden. Well, and he played above expectation, yeah, 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 given yeah. what the exchange was for. Yep. He had a more significant impact. Obviously, he's even able to play in the top six than Dryden Hunt ever did as a fourth-line mm -hmm. player. I think everyone's really happy with that. Yeah. But you're right. It, there, it, it comes a time where... He wasn't brought here to play in the top six, right. and it shows in nights like tonight. Because of the point they're at in the season two and because they had such a strong game tonight, other time in the season, I would think it would be too reactive to say move Malgan based on just this game alone. But because of how good of a night Newhook had and the jolt that he provided, I actually could see him being elevated, and it's not really to demote Malgan so much it's as not. it is to reward Newhook, and because they have a little bit of room to tinker this time of year until Arturi Lekkanen gets the green light. And honestly, even when he does, it's something to consider because in the same way that Bednar wanted to jumpstart Nachushkin, I'm sure he wants to jumpstart Newhook, who is on the doorstep of scoring opportunities. 
And it, it really isn't to punish Malgan. It's just to honestly bring Malgan back to the role he yeah. was brought here for. Yeah. But, but uh, I was going to say, it's not... I think what, at least for me, what I like about a guy like Malgan is he's someone that one out of every, what, 20 games, he'll be feeling it. And you can plug him into some more advantageous Ride the spots. hot hands. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. But for the most part... Like this, he know he knows this too. Like you're a fourth line guy, you're a tweener. He knows it. The Avs know it. They were trying to ride that hot hand, and it's just it's it's cooled just a little too much. He now looks a little bit out of place. Shit, give Ben Myers a look. You know, against Anaheim, like he had a great night tonight. So here's the difference for me, specifically with Mulgan and Newhook. On a night like tonight, you're watching plays die on Mulgan's stick, and sure. I think there's a very real case for Newhook not having that finishing ability over a good stretch of the season, but those opportunities are still being created with Newhook, even if he's not finishing them. On a mm -hmm. night like tonight, the opportunity never got there because Mulgan turned the puck over, he lost the puck, he had a poor defensive shift where he misses a rebound, you name it. And and as you both have alluded to, it's not a... Oh, ship Mulligan off to the moon. We're done with him. It's a no, you you move to the hot hand on any given night when right. you're rotating those players around. Yeah. And, and he's got the ability to like that. Again, that's we talked about it a couple weeks ago when I mentioned that with Dryden Hunt. Literally just picture him as Dryden Hunt, but he's got a little bit better finishing touch. And that's. And Honestly, no all you're looking for physicality. Out of I think there's a little bit more sure, difference than that. Sure. But, but. but But I guess my thing is. What you're looking for out of Mulligan is if you get into a, a, a super tight playoff game and it's coming down to depth, he's someone that can change I, I, a game. I, I yeah. used the Yoel Kitty Ronta sure. you know, a comparison a couple days ago. That's all you're looking for out of him. He's good enough that on the right night where he gets kind of lost in everything, that dude could put in two big goals for you as where you never felt like something like that with Dryden Hunt. Yeah, agree. But you, agree. you shouldn't have any expectations for Dennis Morgan beyond that. Yep. He let him be effective in a depth role. That's that's where it's ultimately at. And the reality that you alluded to earlier, Jesse, is in the playoffs with a healthy Lekkonen, he's just a depth mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. It's just a if not a scratch. Yeah, you're not wrong there. That's a conversation for a different right. day. Uh two things here. One, if you haven't noticed in the bottom corner, we got a new shirt. Nico with the 50 goals, Moose for 50. Uh, look, things like this don't happen very often. Exemplified by the fact that this is the first time the Avs have had a 50 goal scorer in 20 years. It's been 20 years since the last person to, the to day. do this. To the day. Milan Haydu, 20 years ago, did it. Miko taking those reins. And who knows, like, very much so, Joe Sackick's 54-goal record for the Avs is on the table here. Mm -hmm. So get yourself a sick shirt. Remember it for what it is. Because these things just don't happen very often. Like, let's be honest about it. Yes, there have been a handful of 50-goal scores in the NHL over the last couple of years. But it's literally that, a handful it's like a big boom year, and there are five dudes. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Five of of how many? There's like seven hundred NHLers yep. on any given day. Uh, that seems pretty high. No, I, no, I, it doesn't. Twenty. What's twenty three yeah, times thirty two? I'm yeah, not doing yeah, that I mean, math, it's, dude. Six hundred something. So I'm not that far. No, no, off, no, no, no. Yeah. I had to 
think through it. But yeah, we're in the ballpark on yeah. that one. Two, we got some Dr. Dub shots to do. Thank you for getting us to 100 likes, chat. Very appreciated. Uh, let's let's get these for Miko. For 50. For Miko. For whatever you want to call it. Cheers oh, to cool Tiff as Kim. well. I love that. Yeah, she gets it in there. Nah. You guys are lunatics. Just doesn't want to participate. Why? So. See? See? What? All three of you guys. Are <coughs> did I? No, I, I did not at all. Run it. Yeah. Replay. I don't, she doesn't want to run that back. She might. She doesn't, no, yeah, I was going to say. I, I, saw I was it. not. Let's just, just move on. Moving on. Let's just move on. You guys can wipe the tears out of your eyes later. <laughs> it's funny because. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, I love these. More, 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 more. Please. I think every Avalanche fan felt a little bit of weight off their shoulders when Miko got 50. Mm -hmm. Miko looked like a two-ton brick just <laughs> fell off of his shoulders when that yeah. puck went into the net. And I, I told this to you, Jesse, when you, you tweeted the picture about it. The face, Miko's face, yeah. more than anything, looked like relief. Yeah. And, yeah. and the dudes around him, Nathan McKinnon loses his mind. Uh, I was going to say, Nate went nuts. He yeah. was as happy for his 100th point <laughs> as he was right. for Miko's 50th. Everyone else on the ice was happier than Miko Rantanen about him getting his 50th goal of the season. I said, I'm like, what? Is this. Ah, all right. Seeing reactions like that. How much of this is Jesse just the normal hockey shots. team? Everybody's happy for each other. And how much of this is is the Colorado Avalanche being built different? They're not normal. They're not? They love each other so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think, I think, I think this is a very tight-knit group. I mean, the majority of this roster is not quite one year removed from winning a Stanley Cup together. And... I, again, we talked about it in the pregame. As much as it was downplayed, 50 goals, it, it means something to NHLers. Again, 20 years since the last Av did it. Yep. 30 years since the last Finn did it. Like, that's a significant milestone. And, and as even if Miko did want to downplay it, like, his teammates are aware they're all competitors. They they wanted to see him get that. Uh, I, I I think it's and again that that is one of those ones that even if you don't care, once you hit it, you had that has to be a moment of like that's pretty cool. That's I, pretty cool that I did that. I just it, it has to have. look at the way this game played out, and right. you have to go right. oh, okay. So right. so that was weighing on Miko a little. Bit. I, I genuinely, dude, I think it was weighing on Miko and the entire team. D d just look at the way the game went. Yep. The way that that game played out would suggest everybody had that on their mind. There's something momentous about doing this mm -hmm. in a hat trick fashion, too. Yeah. Obviously, getting that first goal brings him to the milestone, but then to have a hat trick night, I think, is a testament to how much this meant to him, how much he was feeling it. It translated into his game. And you look at the storyline of this season and how much they've all had to overcome for him to even reach this milestone in such a difficult season, taking on as much responsibility as he has. And I think he looks to everyone staying around healthy. him. Staying healthy, huge part of it. He looks to everyone around him, too, that has helped to get him here. I think he feels immense pride. It feels in a, a same, same, but different way. 
kind of like the Kadri. Ooh, way uh, different. Well, well, hold on, I, I got. I'm with you, <laughs> but in the way that she said, momentous. Where like in that that Kadri game, <laughs> he got the first one, and then it was like two shifts later, he almost had a second one, and you just kind of got that feeling where it was like. Ooh, what do you mean? What you're downvoting it feeling like Nazem Kadri was gonna get two more after he got the first no, one? I, I'm you're saying, down you're, you don't like that. I'm saying Kadri's hey, was you heard, way you better. You heard it here first. Kadri's was way Rudo better. Rudo hates Nazem Kadri wow. and hated the hat trick in wow. game four. You heard it here first. He just downvoted the Nazem no, Kadri I'm, game four I'm, hat trick. That downvote was for Miko. You can replay it if you want. You that can replay downvote it if you want. was for comparing that you, to Miko. So now you're downvoting Miko's hat trick. Compared to that Kadri hat Rudo trick? Doesn't like, Rudo doesn't like the Nazem Kadri hat trick or the Miko Rantanen hat trick. Downvoting that like Let it officially be on record. Miko Rantanen. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> Rudo hates the abs. Well, you heard it here first. I, I called you AJ. As, you don't know who I, I am. Saying, it's fair. As I was saying, <laughs> like two shifts later, Nazem Kadri almost got another one, and you you just felt it. You felt it coming. You did. You, did. you, you knew right then. You're like, yeah, this dude's getting three. In the same way that tonight, like you said, Miko, that the weight came off, and then it was like. Oh, and he's buzzing? <laughs> oh, shit. He got the second one, and you knew the third one was coming. Yeah. You just knew. That was what I meant before you started yelling at me. You're still wrong, but it's okay. What do you mean <laughs> I'm still wrong? You agreed with everything I just said and then said I was wrong. I I, I agree with I, some I, of I, the I, concepts. I, 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 I. Some of the concepts right, are fair. Which is all I was saying. But, but putting those two hat tricks in the same stratosphere, absolutely not. I, did you listen to what I said? <laughs> yeah, I did. You nodded along, agreed the whole time. I was like, yeah, but you're way wrong. I, what? I agree that there was a vibe. I don't agree <laughs> that comparing Nazem Kadri's performance. Put that lower third. I agree there was a vibe, and let's move on. Okay. Do we have to do ad reads? I feel like we've been we talking do. for like 45 we, minutes. We do, but I, I do want to touch on the second goal very quickly because the second goal was vintage Miko, and we'll get into Erod's role in that. But you see the difference of a guy who over the last two games have been shooting pucks right into a goalie's chest. Who is this? Miko. Oh, yeah. And then he gets 50, and 51 is him. Yep, I'm going to yeah, turn was, it to the backhand so and go nasty. bar down so just because I can. That and, was honestly his real 50th goal because of the empty netter. He said, nah, I'm going to well, make my real 50th well, so goal better. Were you there? <laughs> I can't remember when we were talking about it. It was either after morning skate or after a game. Someone made mention... He has to at least get 51 because there was a goal that he was credited with early in the season, but he didn't actually shoot the puck in the net. It was an empty netter, and he got, like, tripped, I think. Yeah, the so not, he was, a, not an actual right. goal. So he yeah. was awarded a goal, which he should have been. He would have scored right. had he not been hauled down. But the puck never actually entered the net. So there we go. Now he's got he, – he has more than 50 that actually went in. <laughs> okay. Unless you disagree with it. Unless no, you want no, to downvote no, that, no, no, too. No, 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 I agree with that one. Jesse, Jesse's right on this one. What, what AJ's I'm, right on this one. What did he... Oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, can you, uh, can you flip that sign upside down for me? doesn't stick in here. There's He's going to permanently downvote can, can you, it. Can you flip that the other way? Perfect. So... You. What? Oh. You with Roman. Oh, no. As soon as you did that, I knew where that was going. Look, if you're trying to score 50 times, 
Make sure you're ready. Roman ready. That's all I'm getting at right now. If you need help going this direction in the bedroom, Roman's got you covered. They've got you covered for far more than that as well. Really, what they're after is just making sure you as a male are taking care of your sexual health. They can give you a free consultation. They will dive into anything that you need, whether it's ED, whether you have low T, whether you just need to get something checked out. Because, look, fellas, I know it's awkward sometimes, but sometimes you got to get your balls checked. It's just the reality of the situation. Amen. Look, it's just a fact, all right? No need to hide it. You're just trying to be healthy. That's all there is to it. Whatever it is for you, Roman has you covered. You can go to ro.co slash dnvr today to get your free consultation from licensed professionals. Yes, that means doctors who will see you. They will deal with whatever problems you have. They can ship you whatever products you need in a discreet package. Again, if you have ED, they'll take care of you. If you want wipes that make you last twice as longer in bed, they'll take care of you. If you have low T, they'll take care of you. All the way across the... If you're trying to get a hat trick like Miko, all right, you might need a little bit of help. That's all I'm saying. Look it, look it, look it, look it. That's the action. It's the action you need going on in the bedroom. <laughs> That's where Roman comes... Oh, come on. Look, I, that one works too, all right? Power top. Oh my God! Power keep going. Bottom. Just keep bringing. <laughs> just keep. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Go check him out. Go to ro.co.com/slash. Or no, it's just ro.co/slash dnvr. Yeah, that face is about accurate. Uh, <laughs> check him out again. Roman, they're super discreet. They just want to make sure you're healthy. So go check him out today. Uh, also brought to you by Illegal Pete's. You know what? Having sex takes a lot of calories. So make sure you get your illegal pizza burritos. Make sure you're ready to go. All right. I guess that's a segue. <laughs> I guess. The, bur the burritos are de delicious, though, truly. You, they're actually tasty. Highly recommend you get them because they're actually good. Uh, go check them out for the fresh ingredients. Go check them out for their happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Delicious margaritas. Everyone who actually drinks those recommends them to me, and I say, you, te tequila's gross. I'll get their vodka instead. But happy hours are fantastic. There's one just a couple blocks from the DNVR bar. You can pregame over there. You got 10 different locations in Colorado, so they're all over the state. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're, they're just good burritos, genuinely. If you haven't been, go get one. Go try one. You'll see what I mean. They're tasty. Go check out Illegal Pete's today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, Nathan McKinnon now leads the NHL in even strength points. It, it quietly just throws up four points to me. <laughs> Not yep. bad. Bro, I mean, we seriously might be staring down Nathan McKinnon finishing second in the heart voting for the third time. He deserves it. Seriously. And, and, like, this one, it's at least like, yeah, there's no way he should win it. Right, right, right. But how many times have we gone on this podcast and been like, no, Nathan McKinnon's the second best player in the world? Yeah. It feels yeah. like it right now, man. I mean, yeah, and he's he's... Since January, he's just on another level. It's, it, it, it's the only NHL player above a point per game at even strength. He's got 73, <laughs> yeah, 73 even strength points. Connor McDavid has 72. Silly. Silliness. Keep in mind, Connor McDavid, I believe, now has 150 points. I didn't see. Did what? they play tonight? 
I don't know if they played tonight. There's but... 14 games. I don't know if they played tonight. At, at worst, he's still at 148. Only 148. Unreal. What a bum. <laughs> yeah. But but genuinely, cannot be understated. Nathan McKinnon's impact, and, and we'll get to Miko in a second. It's... I don't want people to undervalue Nathan McKinnon. And I, and I said this in my review the other night. It is such a privilege that Avalanche fans get to watch that dude every single night. Yeah. Like, it, genuinely, probably, maybe Kale McCarr usurps him, but good chance Nathan McKinnon is the best player I ever get to cover in I, my life. I think it's Kale. I, I, and that's a, that but is yes. a fair argument. Yes. And that just makes covering right. the abs even more right. stupid, right? right? right, 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 right. I, I tell the story all the time, dude. I used to, I, I genuinely, when I was in high school and, you know, shit like that, I used to be so envious of Pittsburgh and Washington fans because they got to watch all-time generational players, all-time greats play every single night. And to your point, you have an actual argument that you could make that we are getting to watch three players that are at least in that caliber. Maybe they're maybe they're not quite in prime Crosby or Ovechkin three tier. Three players in the top ten in the world right, on this team, right? And like, they all play for this team. I've made the argument for. I think currently, right now, today, on April 6, twenty twenty three, I think Kale McCarr is the best all around player in the world. That's an argument for a different day. Point being. It's such a privilege privilege to be able to watch these dudes every single day, every single night. Um, it's it's very special, and it's part of the reason why I made the joke when this game ended. I said, thank God, because I'm ready for the playoffs. But like, it, it's, it's just one of those things where they're so good, they've actually made it like mundane to watch on some nights because they're so dominant. There is no other team in the league where a player can go, oh, oh, yeah, he had a four point night tonight. Cool, right? That's, right. That's cool. I, you know, well, and we just talked about Miko the other day. You, you can watch a, a full sixty minute game, and be like, God, Miko is terrible. Goes for one goal and three <laughs> points. You're like, okay, never mind. I guess not. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's a really fun group that they've got to watch right now, man. Megan, first of all, McKinnon or McCarr? It's McCarr. Okay, but. The fact that you even choose between those two is a privilege. Mm -hmm. That there's even a rant in it in that conversation mm -hmm. alongside it is also a privilege. Get out of town. Well, there, there's been several... T I mean, really, uh, and obviously it's easy to say this because Connor McDavid got eliminated, but like in June of last year, I, I really do think that what we <laughs> saw to Nathan McKinnon in the Stanley Cup final, Kale McCarr in the Stanley Cup final, that was better hockey than Connor McDavid's ever played. You know what I mean? Like... It, 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 they both have the ability on any given night to be in that conversation. Again, Connor McDavid's had an all-time unbelievable season. He will be. Uh, do you think unanimous? Hart? Do you think? Do you think if, anybody if, has anyone other than Connor McDavid at one? They're wrong if they do. Yeah, they're just wrong. Uh, see, I'm. I I don't want to. Like, I don't want to. But like, how do you not? It. How, what? How do you not? If Kale McCarr was healthy and played a full 82 games, maybe. Right, right, maybe. right, 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 right. But right. that didn't happen. And there's no one 
Yeah. In the strat, like Nathan McKinnon right. is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Better than most players in the NHL have ever played. And he's still not that close. To well, McDavid. I was going to say, his, his second half has been yeah. right there. If he played the full he's been season. Right there sure. with McDavid. But what's insane is that McDavid's first half was also <laughs> at like this level. It's, yep. it's just, it's ridiculous. But. Uh, I don't even remember where we were fully going with what, that, but like it's it's. Well, I, I'll tell you where we're going. As cool as Nathan McKinnon was, our honorary king of the game, yeah, is shout out to the dude in San Jose wearing DNVR merch in <laughs> the front row, celebrating with Miko Rantanen. He had a lot of he had a lot of screen time. He did. Yeah, good seats. Those, those quality seat selection. Good celebration from him too. Mm. The energy was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he, he understood, and he didn't fall off. That was what I liked about it. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see them jump up, and then it's just like, you know, kind of half-assed, one-hand glass like, tapping. No, this is Miko getting stayed, 50. Yeah, he yeah. stayed hyped. He knew, he, he understood the moment. He understood he was right there in front of history. Good for that guy. And uh, but I, I asked this on Twitter, but how do you say, oh, boy, in Finnish? Someone replied, I, I couldn't tell you how to pronounce Bro, it. Finnish is one of the craziest languages I've ever seen yeah. in my life. We got off the plane, and I was like, yep, uh... I know nothing. It's a, it's actually, this is a weird fact that I know. Perfect. Finnish is unlike any other language in the world. Yeah, the closest relative to Finnish is actually Japanese when it comes ah, to language. It's it was just I couldn't believe how many double letters there were because again you go to other countries and not always but a lot of the times you can even if you don't know anything about the language you can pick up on like similarities sure. in words and you can make some inferences in terms of what things are and we were we, had, we were just coming from another country where we did that for four days and it was you know we got by fine i seriously got the plane we were walking through the airport and i was like none of this Not a looks like yeah. anything <laughs> it's tough it's yeah, it tough out extremely there, hard extremely hard to read <laughs> you just got to get through it on some days yeah uh most days in finland because that well, language is nonsense. We saw this. We saw this. And, and again, like the, the words, and they talk really fast. It all runs together. And there was one day we were down by like the central station after the games. And there was this uh, father and his little kid, really cute little kid in this like big snow onesie, you know, just kind of like waddling through the streets of Finland. <laughs> and he was saying like little bits of words and stuff. He was just learning to talk. And I turned to Hannah and I said, how do you even begin to teach a little kid a language like this? This is crazy. Like, this isn't mom, dad. Like, these are like 15-letter words minimum. It was... Uh, no, nah, look, I, I learned the only word you need to know in Finnish. Perkeli. What is that? It's the only swear word I know in Finnish. Oh. Watch oh. your mouth. I thought you were going to say it's the only swear word. I was like, no way do they only have one nah, swear word. It's the only one I know. Yeah. Uh, actually, I can tell you some weird facts about Finnish swearing, but that's not sure for this show. I'm sure you could. Uh, <laughs> moving on. I will, I'm gonna, we're going to go out of sync here a little bit. We're going to get back to Miko. Uh, first of all, is it a sign of the apocalypse that Ben Myers has scored a goal in the NHL? Nature is healing. <laughs> healing? All right. So this is this is the come. It's spring. There's regrowth. It's because Minnesota won. Oh, he was charged up. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> if Wait, that's if didn't that, Minnesota lose? No, they won. They beat BU. Michigan lost. Michigan lost. Oh, oh, the so Minnesota college team. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, the, okay. the Gophers. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Why would Ben Myers care if Minnesota? Won I mean, or lost? Minnesota people are weird like that. Uh, yeah, it's Quinnipiac in Minnesota in the final. Go Quinnipiac. Um, it if there's any sign that would show you just how much the weight was lifted and the floodgates opened by Miko hitting 50. It was Ben Myers scoring potting goal. two goals. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, the whole team's feeling it. Good good for him. I, I really do think that he's gotten a much tougher rap this year than he deserves. I think he's played really hard. I think he's done a lot of good things uh, over the course of the season, and he <clears throat> hasn't been rewarded for any of it. Uh and I think this is also his reward for getting that weird, like, three-hour call-up the other day. I felt yeah. really bad about that. <laughs> that was a lot of driving. Because he went and played, got the, like, I think he got the goal that forced overtime in that game. Yeah. On a, what was just a crazy travel day for him. Mm. But I think there's a few things. Because of what Miko Antonin and McKinnon do in their goal scoring gives him, and I think Jared Bednar, some flexibility to give Ben Myers a little bit more ice time and make this all possible. So it's a team effort in the end. But I also think that line in general, the efforts of Matt Nieto, Newhook, and Ben Myers made this possible because they <laughs> were going and they were working pretty well. So they earned that too. Um, and Ben Myers, he's been on the brink of scoring opportunities a few times now in his call-ups. And More than a few. <laughs> it's, it, like He hasn't scored since October 7th, but he's had three points in five games with the Eagles in the last five. And so this is somebody who has been building his confidence at the American League level, which yep. is exactly why he was sent there in the first place. Yep. I can't promise that this is going to happen every game. I'm sure it won't, but... <laughs> If I it, think if it, was it does, so good. the Evs are winning the Stanley Cup. I'll and they should right get now. a few more of those little college free agents. Ooh, ooh, a I'm little, just, a little just, Malinsky action. I'm excited. I just got excited in general. But I'm excited to see this for Ben Myers, and I think it's probably tremendous for his confidence. Even though the way this realistically shakes out, because people will get healthy and there will be less of a role for probably him. a scratch. He is auditioning for a future in the abs forward group. And so these moments still matter. His like every time he has a night like this, it's training camp for next year yep. for him. You know what yep. I mean? Cause I think you're, I mean, my guess is he once the abs get healthy. They probably send him back down to try to go on a run with the Eagles. I imagine he's a black ace. If the abs are still going while the Eagle, when the Eagles are done. Um, but I really do. I, I think that's a good call out making about auditioning for next year they had him penciled in for a spot on this year's roster and it just wasn't really there early on. Uh, he, he's definitely looking to make a, the jump to be a full-time NHL or starting next season and nights like this help. So you've heard of the princess and the P is Ben Myers, the prince and the puck. Sure. <laughs> sure, I don't know where this is going. No, I love sure. it. It's not going anywhere. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, whatever you want me to answer, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that one is, is in a world of its own. Where you do want to go, regardless, is to Fubo TV. all right? I, I recommend this to everyone. I, I get it. A lot of you in the chat probably understand how to find an Avalanche game right now. 
But a lot of you probably have parents or people that aren't willing to do the jumping through hoops to find an avalanche game that a lot of us do. And Fubo TV is your answer to that. If you go to FuboTV.com slash DNVR today, you got the QR code right there on screen for you. You can sign up and you can get altitude. You can actually just watch the avalanche. You just go to Fubo. You turn them on. They're on. There's no blackouts. There's no nonsense. You just get to watch the Colorado Avalanche play hockey. It's the easiest way to go for it. You also have the final, the Frozen Four going on right now. You can watch that too through Fubo. So you got tons of options. They have over 100 channels for you to watch on top of that. So if you're one of the people like me who love to, I forget, uh, Gold Rush, all about it. The uh, the gold mining show in the Yukon mm. on uh, yep. it's not Animal Planet it's the other one Discovery Discovery oh, okay. it's on Discovery uh, they got television the stuff that people actually enjoy it's not hard to get and 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 this is the selling point that I I really think is important about Fubo is if you're the type of person that just wants to flip on the TV and watch yeah. something that's what yeah, Fubo yeah, brings yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And, and I get it. Not everyone is that person, but I think everyone should know at least one of those people. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch David Carl coach, we're juniors next year. There you, you go. Fubo. There <laughs> you go. Perfect. I mean, he's not going to beat Canada, but it's fine. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Canada at the World Juniors is always a... The, it's, it's a, a, it's a dicey show. <laughs> You're right. Their roster is always... The one that should win, and they find a way to choke. These it away days, a lot. it's like Finland yeah, is actually dude, the Finland's, team you're afraid Finland's of. Yeah. Teams are always sick. It's it's wild. Starting with the that Miko captain year, mm-hmm. yeah, the Swedes are always great. The Swedes are nasty too. It's true. Uh, either way, go to fubotv.com/dnvr today. Order with the DNVR code, and you get fifteen percent off your first month. So jump on it. Go try it out. See what all the fuss, fuss, buzz. Same difference is about uh, the fuzz. Also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get it down here at the bar or at your local liquor store anywhere in the 50 United States. Yes, they're even in Hawaii now. Oh, really? Yeah. Because we used to always have to throw in continental. I know. I know. No, someone was like, yeah, I found it in Hawaii. So Uh, Euralanche found it somewhere recently. They were posting like Breckenridge Brewery. I can't believe it. Let's go. All right. Canada's just slacking on the job, yeah, I seriously. guess. Everywhere else has got it. Ooh. Get on it, Canada. Go check them out. You can go to breckbrew.com. Not just beer, but dope merch as well. A lot of people love their hats. It's not quite Trash Panda level. You're wearing it backwards so people can't even see. But uh, Trash Pandas is pretty elite merch, not going to lie. But Breck Brew's got some pretty cool stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check them out. Also, uh, you know, not going to spoil anything, but I, I've heard... Got some pretty cool stuff coming with them for the playoffs. Uh, yes, so Frank, yes. Should be pretty cool. Uh, yep. Stay tuned for that. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's not beat around the bush anymore. Miko Rantanen just put up a hat trick. Has not only hit the 50 goal mark, but positioned himself to potentially challenge Joe Sackick's Avalanche record of 54 goals. The easiest king of the game of all time. The assist also casually sitting at 98 points on the season. Is it? I He came in... He came in at 94, and he had a 4 He was at 94. Nine. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was maybe at... All right. So he's yeah, at 98? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean... 
we talked about it in the pregame. We kind of joked about him maybe having a game <laughs> like this once he got to 50. Yeah. Uh, and and really, it, it did. It, it felt like a nice reward for him. He's shit. I mean, you know, we were just talking about Nathan McKinnon maybe being second in heart voting. There, there's a real world where you can talk yourself into Miko Ranton and being the Avs MVP of the season. Baller when McKinnon was out. He was he was fantastic when McKinnon was out. <clears throat> With all the injury troubles the Avs have had, he really carried them through a lot of the season, kept them afloat. Uh, and and I mean, he's produced in a way that no other Av has in twenty years uh, from a, from a goal production standpoint. So, um, as great as Nathan McKinnon has been, and I genuinely do believe that at this point in the season. McKinnon could be a, a heart runner-up. Uh, you, you cannot downplay the, the season that Miko Rantanen has had and what he's done uh, for this team. I hope it doesn't go underappreciated because it's been, it's been something special to watch with what we were talking about a minute ago of being lucky to, to watch certain players <clears> on every <throat> night. You don't get to see a lot of 50-goal seasons uh, up close. They are rare, even though, like, like you said... It's it's scoring is exploding this year and there's like five. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them are on the same scene. Like, you know, it's it's it, you don't see a lot of these really. Like in you could go your entire hockey watching life and see one of these up close. So uh don't don't undervalue what what Miko's done for the abs this year. He's been great. I think beyond just the health of being able to play consistently mm -hmm. I think he had to grow up and it's not to say that he wasn't matured before but he had to step into an even bigger leadership role than what was yeah. ever asked of him yep and I think we saw growing pains in that too in some of the on ice disciplinary things where we'd see his emotions yep. boil over a little bit and I think those are just growing pains because this is a player that is maturing right before our eyes and has been a, a valuable voice in their leadership group for this reason was was he your number one vote he was. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I actually like, there were some runner-ups that I really considered because yeah. they're wonderful always, but because he has had, he's had to be available to yeah. media every situation. Like we're not hitting up Logan O'Connor after every single game, even though he's a delight. Yeah. We're hitting up Miko Rantanen. So, so this is something that I don't know if this is well known. I, I don't know if people can tell from what gets put out there. Um, Megan, I, I can count. I mean, I, I can really only think of one time really where he wasn't there after a loss and it was after a bad loss when uh, it was just Darren Helm left in the room from a few weeks ago. Uh, Miko Rantanen has stood in his stall and answered questions. He, he, he did. He took on the Gabe Landeskog role this year. Everyone talks a lot about that. The 48 point season where Gabe Landeskog was the one who hung in his stall and answered every last question, no matter what happened that night. And Miko Rantanen took that on, especially in the first half of the season when there weren't some fun stretches in there. You know, I think about the Chicago game and kind of yeah. the stuff that happened right after that. And Miko Rantanen took it upon himself. He said, I'm the leader in this room right now. I have to be here and be responsible for these. And, and he was, uh, and he never made excuses. He never tried to duck the media. He never tried to get out of answering a question. Uh, he, he really did assume that role. And that's something that I don't know if, if people know a lot, but I, I, 
I don't want to say I gained a lot of respect for him because that makes it sound like I didn't have there respect for him. There was already right. a lot Right, there, but, yeah. but it just, it, it showed the, the maturity, I think, in his game where maybe in the past it felt like maybe he was uh, like, oh, that's, you know, fun having, happy-go-lucky, you know, I'm just here to have a good time, Miko Ranton. Like, that was another reason why I didn't have an issue with him getting after the refs and stuff this year, even though he got a little carried away at times. I, I made the comment you know, during that little stretch that how many times have we talked about like, gosh, you wish you would love to see Miko Ranton and be a little bit more engaged. You know, he can kind of float through games. Sometimes I thought this year between the, the responsibility he took on in the locker room and then just the fire that you saw him play with on the ice. It's like this dude's engaged. Like, yeah, he has, he needs to figure out a better way to channel it. But like, he's into these games and, and he's trying to carry the abs across the finish line on, on any given night. I, I think this year was a significant step for Miko Ranton, which really says something given the level of player he was coming into it's, the season, but he, he's more physical. He uses that gigantic frame of his better. Uh, like I said, he seems more emotionally engaged every single night. And, and he was a real leader or he has been a real leader in the room this year. Um, it's, it's one of the genuine reasons why I think all of us are so confident in the Avs going into these playoffs is because you're gushing about a guy who's maybe the third dude on the Colorado right, Avalanche. Right, 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 right. The, the 50 goal score for the Avs is like, oh, and Miko Ranton. Oh my God. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, it's just where it's at for Colorado. Mm -hmm. it's, it's why it's easy to have so much faith in this hockey team. Well, and... I think it was the abs all access or peak access or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they have is, so yeah. many different ones now. Yeah. When we were in Finland, they were talking to Miko and Miko and Lekkonen. And Arturi was telling this story about how they knew each other. And in Miko's draft year, he or leading up to his draft year, he grew over a foot. And Miko talked about, I had to learn how to play with an, like a new body. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, for 17 years, I was skill. I was shooting. I was things uh, like I was five, eight. Right. <laughs> and now suddenly I'm this, you know, huge guy out there, this big body. And, and it, he, he said, I now feel comfortable in my body. And I think that shows. And it, and it honestly kind of makes sense when you think back to the way that he was in some of those games, his first few seasons where it's like, We'd, we'd like jokingly ask the question, like, does this guy know he's six foot five? And, and the find out, no, no. <laughs> no, he didn't know what that meant. He didn't know what to do with all that. And it looks like he does now. Uh, and, and, and it's just, it's been a really fun year to watch Miko Rantanen. Right when you think like, cool, he's settling into his prime. He takes this huge step forward. Uh, and it's, you know, it all kind of culminates and comes together tonight where he blows past the 50 goal mark and, puts himself within shouting distance of the, the franchise record or organization record. I don't know if it's a franchise record. Uh, it is officially tomorrow. So Ugh. let's get to these. Did, you have, did you have something to say? You, you, I look like I kept going there and cut you off like four separate times. No. Okay. Hit the super chats. <laughs> Hit the super chats. Uh, $5 from Oro who says, so does this season lock up the fact that no one will ever wear 96 again? I think it was already locked, man. Yeah. Uh, assuming a relatively healthy rest of his career, mm -hmm. no one's going to wear 29 again. No one's going to wear 96 again. No one's going to wear eight again. Depending on how things play out, no one's going to wear 92 again. Yeah. 
That's an interesting one because I wonder if he'll get the captain's C on yeah. his banner like Joe did. Yeah. To me, it would make sense, right? Yep. I, if he gets it, I think he does. Basically, have a C. all but yeah. one year of his career will have been spent as an abs captain. As captain. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thank you for the five, Oro. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Insane. Drew, you're ridiculous. Yeah, $52. Uh, Miko up to third in goals uh, and ninth in points with 98. Mac tied for fifth in points and it tied for first in even strength points with EK. 12 fewer games played. Not bad for not having a full healthy roster to play with all year. Yep. I, it's, it's, it's again, it's the abs ace in the hole, right? Like you feel so confident because you look at the entire league and you're like, ain't nobody got this. I mean, think about just some of the line, like Miko just scored 50. I'm just thinking about some of the line combinations he had at different points this season. Miko Rantanen playing next to like genuinely Alex Galchenyuk. Right. And I I mean, I I, I would would love to go back to like like December 20th (laughs) and just see what the line lineup was. It'd be pretty fucking easy. Miko Rantanen playing center between John Luke Foodie. Seriously. This is a real thing that happened. Not even like kidding. I was just talking about this with a guy in the locker room the other day. They were like, yo, we were watching film from earlier in the season. And he goes, no disrespect to those guys, but I cannot believe some of the combinations we had. Like, I can imagine Jared Bednar in the room like, all right, look at this mistake. This is how he fixed that. And they're like, Like, duh, obviously it happened. Yeah. That's Charles Houdon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Dude, crazy. Uh, thank you very much, Drew. That's incredibly generous. Uh, and then he gave us more money. We'll get to in a second. Uh, the one ninety nine, two bucks from the chick who says moose do hockey good. Sure does. Mm. Yes, That's puck go net. <laughs> moose fact. <laughs> uh, I love unga bunga. Jeez. Uh, Eleven more dollars from Drew, who says to Jesse's point earlier about MVP since Jan one, McDavid thirty forty six seventy six only thirty eight points at even strength. McKinnon twenty nine forty one seventy, but fifty three of it at even strength. That is pretty. That's pretty wild. One and two in points in second and fourth in goals. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's a nice stat dig out right there. I so that I think. Because Connor McDavid exists, and and this isn't Colorado, but I think national media does sleep on Nathan McKinnon a little bit. I, I do also, and this goes back to the East Coast bias thing, and like not getting, but genuinely, dude, Miko Rantanen hit fifty at <laughs> eleven, yeah. ten Eastern, yeah, like eleven. Those dudes 15 are asleep. Eastern, right? Like it, it is just genuinely unfortunate. I I, I will. Go to my grave arguing that that's why Nate lost the MVP to Taylor Hall. Yep. It's like half of the shit that he did, people on the East Coast, just, they weren't awake for, which, like, why would they be? This game, it was, it's 2 a.m. on the yep. East Coast right now. Yep. They didn't watch the end of this game. <laughs> why would you? Right, right. Uh, and then $2 from Ryan, who says, local moose in great mood today. No doubt about it. Yeah, no kidding. Miko, Miko was. Carrying some trulies after tonight's game, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, we we didn't talk a ton about the minutia of the game tonight, and that's because the Avalanche 
after the first period dominated this hockey game. They went out, they treated the Sharks like a bad team and they were better and the game just ended that way. So I don't Who think, needs minutia for the last yeah, five games, there's right? just I mean, I think there is minutia to talk about, just not really in this one. Uh Miko is dope, McKinnon is dope, Ben Myers is dope. Sure. Let's get the hell out of here. Good. That's how you know. That's how you know it's a good night. Uh ah, late super chat. At the buzzer. Ten dollars from LA King Ball, Lake King Ball. I, I don't know. Diehard Bruins fan here. The Bruins basically have to win the cup this year. Hopefully, no choke job like 2019. But the Avs is the only team that scares me. Look, I, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I the, historically, teams like the Bruins don't make it to the Cup final. I don't, I don't want to harsh, harsh your jive. Uh, on paper, though, on paper right. they are the team, 100. percent That that comment on paper is correct. It should objectively, like it should be Colorado, Boston. Yep. It should be Colorado, Boston. We'll see if that's what it ends up, but yeah, it should be. It should be. Conflict. Final thoughts? Final thoughts? Ugh. I know we said we weren't going to talk about Manusha. I wanted to talk about Miko's 51st goal. Yeah, absolutely. And the role everybody played in it. And then that, that will be all from me. No, go it, off. It was because Sharks win possession on this draw, but it's the hard work of McKinnon and Evan Rodriguez applying pressure that forced this turnover. Rodriguez's pass then is so deceptive, it allows Miko Rantanen, because he leaves it there and fakes that he's about to shoot from the top of the crease and instead passes, leaves it there for Miko Rantanen to backhand in. And I just thought this was a fabulous way for him to cap off his true 50th goal. <laughs> there you go. I, ah, yeah. I, not enough credit given to Evan Rodriguez. Everyone on that, on play. that play. But I, yes, Evan Rodriguez especially really liked that. Kakin and dude, yeah. he, he bites yeah. hard. I've rewatched that overtime winner like 50 times because I, <laughs> I can't believe Nate sells like, oh, I might throw it back the other way. Oh, just kidding. I'll throw it into this. Nah. <laughs> 40% of the net that's wide open. All right, it's like 12-15. He Let's... bites. He's a shark. Yeah. <laughs> ah! right, we get have better to end, end, the, end the show. Goodbye. We have to end the show. Get us out of here. <laughs>